Shas Illuminated presents the following shir by Rabbi Moshe Chaim Byron. Mesecha Susaita has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Noyach Stengel Le'iloi Nishmas, Faivel Yosef ben Chaim Leib and Yehuda Zev ben Faivel Yosef. Saita Daf Hey. The Gemara beginning on Daf Daud Amir Beis makes some very strong statements about the Midah of Gaiva. Kol Adam Sheish Bei Gases Saruach Le'besayif Nechshal Ve'ishes Ish. Kol Adam Sheish Bei Gases Saruach Ilu Oivet Avodis Chachovim. And on the Feyamara of the Gemara says, Azhara Lagasi Ruach Minayin. Where is there Azhara in the Torah, a warning that a person should not be a Gas Ruach? Now the Mashovin here is bothered, what exactly is the Gemara's Shailah? If we're looking to show that it's an Isser to be a Gas Ruach, the Mashovin says, we already brought many Psukim which are Mavur like this. And if we're looking to find that alive in the Torah, so that we should be able to give Malkus on someone who's a Gas Ruach, that the Mashovin says, anyways, we're not going to give Malkus, because Ein Lameiden Midivrei Kabbalah, we cannot give a chiv of Malkus based on a Pasuk, which is not in the Torah, rather in Nevi'im, and this Pasuk, Shimu Vazinu Al Tigbo, is a Pasuk in Yermiyo. If so, what exactly is the Gemara's Kasha when the Gemara is looking for Azhara? And Masha answers, Efshar Dekoya Adela'el, this is going back on that which we said on Davdavar Omer Beis, the ancient Oisei Bedin Gehenim, for Gasturach, there's an Einish of Gehenim, Ve'ein Einshim Nami Mishomaya Elam Kein Mazirin. The Masha says that even an Einish Min Shomayim requires an Azhara, and since the Gemara said before that there is an Einish Min Shomayim, therefore the Gemara wants to know what is the Azhara. Now the Masha apparently was going with the Girsa of Rashi and Avdar Ramad Beis. In the memory of Rav, the Girsa that we have Bifaninu is Kohabal Ishus Ish. Rav Dashan's from Apostle Glayinok and Medina Shal Gehenim, as opposed to the Girsa of Rashi, and as the Bach brings this as well, the Girsa is that Rav is talking about Kolham Mizgoye, Glayinok and Medina Shal Gehenim. Akopan Mashal learns the Gemara, and this is a Chiddush, that for an Einish Min Shemayim also one does need Azhara. Well, Maisa, this is not Pasha, there's the Gemara Makis that Fyad Gimel Mervez, which is Mavur, that for a Chiv Kares, which is an Einish Bidei Shemayim, we don't have to give Azhara, L'chur, that would be a Kasha on the Mashal. Now that, that which the Mashal says, that we're not using this Pasuk to give a Chiv Malkus, even though the Gemara says a Loshan of Azhara, in the Sefer Mincha Soita, he's Medayik this from Rashi as well, Rashi and Dibar Maschal Azhara, he says, Azhar gas ruach. He explains, Rashi is coming to say, not that the Azhar is giving you a chiv malchus, rather it's Azhar just that one should not do so, you should not be noy gas ruach, but in Echanam there is no chiv malchus. As Mashal here said, the reason why there's no chiv malchus is because it's only a pasuk in Nach, it's not a pasuk in the Torah. In the Sefer Torah Sakhanois, he points out that really the Gemara brings two different drashas. The drasha of Nachman by Yitzchak is from the Torah, Ram Levavecha Vishachachdo, Viksiv Yishamil Chapentishkach, Yishamber is a lashon of a lav, that is in the Torah. Still, the Torah Sekhanoi says that either way there won't be a chiv malchus, because it's an iser she believe. An iser which is believe and not b'maisa, there is no chiv malchus. Now, as we said, if Nachman Yitzchak brought a pasuk from the Torah, Yishamil Chapentishkach as Hashem Aleikecha, l'maisa, there's an important machlokes rishenim over here whether this is actually a lav in the Torah, whether it's counted as part of the Tayag mitzvahs. The Smag, in Loisasei Samach Darid, he says something very interesting. After he's Meirich in the Gnus of the Midah of Gaiva, he brings a number of members that the Gemara over here brings about the Chaymer of the Midah of Gaiva, and he then writes like this, I spoke by Rabbi many times about this Inyan, about the Gnus of the Midah of Gaiva, to attach the Isra of Gaiva to this Pasuk of Yisham Lecham Pantishkach HaSashem Aleikecha, and to actually count this, the Midah of Gaiva, as a lav in the Torah, I was not planning on doing so. Gamar ben Moshe, the Ramam as well, like his girl Chesh ben Alav, and he didn't count this as one of the lavin. When I got up to these psukim and I did not count them, I was called in a dream at night, and I was told, You forgot to count the main lav. The love of Yisham Luchop and Tishkach as Hashem Leikecho, this is the love of Gaiva, and you didn't count the Midas HaGaiva as one of the Taryag Mitzvahs. And the Smag writes, I thought about it more in the morning, I was compelled to count this as one of the Lavin in the Torah through the assistance of a Baruch Hu who gave me Chachma. And then he writes, after a few days, I was ma'ayin further, and I realized that the Gemara over here is mashm like this, the Gemara that says a lotion of Hazar legasi ruach minayin, is mashm that it should be counted as one of the lavin in the Torah. So, this is how the smag paskins, that it is counted by minyin halavin. 
On the other hand, as the Smaik himself says, the Rambam and other Mania mitzvahs did not count this as one of the mitzvahs. Now in the Cheshik Shleim over here, in the back of the Gemara, he explains that what is this Machlekes Tolian? Machlekes between the Smag and the other Mania mitzvahs. He says, the Smag is mashma. When the Gemara says, Azhar legasi ruach minayin, and the Gemara brings the posseg of Ramdav Avavecho Vishochachto, the Gemara means to say that if one is Ramdav Avavecho, as the posseg says over there in Parshas Ekev, he says, that itself is considered that he's forgetting about the Kaddish Baruch Hu, and he's over this love of Yisham Luchop and Tushkech Hashem Leikecho. By taking credit for himself and not giving the credit to the Kaddish Baruch Hu, that itself is a form of forgetting about the Kaddish Baruch Hu, and one is over that love. However, the Cheshik Shleim explains that the other Rishonim understand differently, and he says this is the Mashmois of Rashi and Ersuge as well, that it's not the Romlov of Vecho, the Gaiva, which in itself is an Isra of, of forgetting about the Kaddish Baruch Hu, rather can lead to forgetting about the Kaddish Baruch Hu. The Lashon of Rashi and Ersuge is, Migoiva Leiv Bali Dei Shecha, Sheshechech Es Bayroi, Ubeshecha Hu Muzar Hisham Lecham Pen The Gaiva itself is not the Isra, rather can lead to an Isra, if one is Nizgoya, that will lead him to forget about the Kaddish Baruch Hu, and Shukha Sashem, that's what the Lav is. This is the sheet of the other Yishayim that didn't count it as a Lav on its own, because it's not the Gaiva itself which is the Isser, that it leads to Shukha Sashem, and Yishayim Lechop and Tishka Chasashem Lekecha is a general Lav for forgetting about the Kaddish Baruch Hu. He quotes the Ramban in the Sefer HaMitzvah, he does count this Yishayim Lechop and Tishka Chasashem Lekecha as a Lav in the Torah, but not specifically for Gaiva, rather a general Lav about Emunah, and this is the explanation he gives in the Ramban. The Ramlav Avecha is not its own lav, rather it leads to Pentishka Hashem. That's counted as a general lav of Amuna, but Gaiva is not considered its own lav. Now, in a number of contemporaries from over here on the Sugya, they quote that there's a Rabbein Yoyne in Shari Tshuva, in Shari Gimelo Dalid, who brings a different Mekor to the Isra of Gaiva. And the Rabban Alatari as well in Pasha's Shreftim, Peregudzayim Pasuk Chof, he brings this Makar for the Isra of Gaiva. And that is, the Torah says, by a Melech, the Bilti Rum Levavay Me Echov, and both the Brinyoyne and the Ramban say, that from here we learn a Kavachimer. If even a Melech, the Torah warns him not to be Nizgoya over his subjects, then Kol Shikain, a regular person, is warned to stay away from Gaiva. The Lashon of the Ramban over there is, Nirmaz Bikan Betayra Isr Hageyis. From here is a remez in the Torah to the Isr of Gaiva, if the Torah warned the Melech from Gaiva and Koshkin others, and he continues, even someone who is fitting to be Misraimim, to be Begaiva, still the Torah is warning him, the Torah is warning even someone like a Melech, or even someone who you would think that it is right for him to be Begaiva, even on him, the Torah is warning him to stay away from Gaiva. As Rabban continues, Ki Gaiva mida miguna v'nimeses eitzel alikim afilu b'melech. The mida of Gaiva is so repulsive to Hakadosh Baruch Hu that Hashem wants even a melech to stay away from it. And a number of Swam they're bothered. Why is it that the Rabbeinu Yaina and the Rabban are bringing a different pasuk? Here the Gemara says mefurish that the Azhara for Gasus Aruach is from this pasuk of Veramdu Vavecha v'Shachachto. Why do they bring other psukim? The Sasemes and the Likutim al on this Pasuk and Pashas Ekev, Perches Pasuk Gedalid, the Pasuk of Yisham Lecha Pentishkech HaShem Lekecha, he's Matmiya on the Ramban, he quotes this Ramban in Pashas Shreftim, he doesn't understand why does Ramban bring a different Pasuk than that which the Gemara brings. Now perhaps we could suggest that there's a difference between the Pasukim that Rabbein Yoyna and the Ramban bring and the Pasukim that Agamara brings. The Pasukim of Agamara, Viram Levavecha Vishachachta, Yisham Lecha Pentishkech HaShem Lekecha, this is not a type of gaiva where one is haughty over his friend, rather it's a type of gaiva where one believes that it's his own kayach that gave him his success, he forgets about the goodness that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave him, and it caused him to forget about HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The gaiva that the Ramban and the Rabbeinu Yoyna are talking about, which they bring the Makar from Parashat Shreftim, over there the Pasuk says, the vilti rum levavimei echov, over there we're talking about the Melech being in his goya over his fellow man, that's a different category. And this Rishayim says is a kol shikain, if the Torah is warning a melech not to be in this goya, for sure a simple person should not be in this goya over his friend. These Rishayim perhaps understood that these are two different categories of gaiva, and each one has its own rikar. Now towards the bottom of the Omer, the Gemara quotes the famous memro, Omer of Chiyah Barashi, Omer of Re- Omer Rav, 
As Rashi explains, the Tamil Chacham is supposed to have a very small amount of gaiva so that Kali HaRosh don't mock him and that his word should be miscabal on them. He is supposed to have this slight amount of gaiva. Mark then goes on and says, Amr of Huna Breder of Yeshua, Uma Atrelik, Hisoso de Shibolta, and Rav says, Beshamta de Ispei, Beshamta de Lesbei, and finally, Um Nachem Yitzchak says, Loi Minov, Loi Miktasa. Nachman Yitzchak argues on the previous Amarim, and he says that Tamil Chacham should stay away from all forms of gaiva, even the slightest amount. Now, there are many different Mahalchim in the Mepharshim to explain what is the Makar to this shear, this amount of Shminis Shebeshminis. The first thing that goes to in the back of the Gemara, he said that this concept, that Tamil Chacham does have to have a small amount of gaiva, is also learned from Har Sinai. The Gemara said before that we learn, we learn Anova from Har Sinai. And the Avid says, if a Kaddish Baruch was trying to show us the Midah of Anova, why did he give it on a mountain, Bechlal, let, let him give it on a Mishar, on a plain. And he says that this is a remez to the Shminas Shebeshminas of Gaiva, even though a Kaddish Baruch was pointing out the Midah of Anova by not giving it on the higher mountains, he still did give it on a mountain to show about the Shminas Shebeshminas of Gaiva. Now based on this, in the Sefer Chanukah Satoira, in Ois Reish Zayin, he says an amazing mathematical calculation to explain this shear of Shminis Shebeshminis. And a similar word is also brought in the Sefer Pardis Yosef and Shemais, Pergutas Pasachov. And that is, if we take a look at the Gemara Megillah Dafchov Tesla the Gemara there also relates about Maimon Harsinai, how the other mountains which were much taller than Harsinai, they wanted to receive the Torah on them. And the Gemara mentions specifically Har Tovar, which was one of the highest mountains. And it says that Kaddish Baruch Dafka chose our Sinai to show the Midah of Anova. Now the Chanukah Satir brings the Gemara in Baba Basra Daf Ein Gimel Amid Beis. The Gemara over there relates the famous Agadotas of Rabbi Barchano. And one of the stories he brings is about a Re'im that he saw, which was the size of Har Tovar. The Gemara then says, how tall is Har Tovar? Arba Parsa. Har Tovar was four Parsa high. Now we know that a Parsa is four mil, and a mil is the Tchum Shabbos, two thousand Amos which would make one parasa 8,000 amos, and Hartover, which is four parasa high, would be 32,000 amos. He then brings a medrash, which he says is in Parashas Bay. I haven't succeeded to find this medrash, but he had a medrash which says that the height of Harsinai was 500 amos. If one makes the calculation, one comes to the realization that the height of Hartover, which was 32,000 amos, was 64 times the height of Harsinai, which was 500 amos. And based on this raya, as we brought from the Yavits, Hashem chose to give the Torah on a mountain and not on a flat land. So even though he rejected Gaiva by rejecting Hartover, he showed he does not want a full amount of Gaiva, but a tiny amount he did want. That's why he chose Harsinai. Harsinai was a 64th of the Gaiva which had been rejected, which is exactly a Shminis Sheba Shminis, 164th. We'll mention one other Mahalach from the Vilna Gain in the Koyla Leo. He explains that there are certain situations where a slight amount of gaiva is commendable. Like when Yaakov Avinu tells the Kodesh Baruch Hu, when he's returning from Lovan and he has two machnais, he tells the Kodesh Baruch and the Gain says the Mashmois is that he's acknowledging that all of which Hashem gave him is retribution for his Maisim Taifim. He was just questioning whether he actually deserves this much. And the Goyen asks, L'chera would have been a greater level of Anova for him to attribute everything to some other schos entirely, not his own schos. For example, he could have assumed that it's coming because the schos avais. Why did he attribute Hashem's teva to his own schos? And the Goyen explains there are certain situations where a small amount of gaiva is appropriate. Like here, for example, the gaiva of him attributing the teva of Hashem to his own schos which, which was really so that afterwards he could say, Katainti, if it was in my own schus and it's really more than I deserved, or as Rashi al explains, Katainti means to say that if it was in my own schus, then now I'm afraid all my schusim have been used up. In this situation, this slight amount of gaiva is appropriate, since the whole point was to say Katainti. Gain says that's what it means, that a gaiva of Shminis Shebeshminis, which is the 8th Pasuk in the 8th parasha. The 8th Pasuk in Parshas Vagishlach is this Pasuk of Katainti. That's what Rabbi Barashi means to say that a Tamachacham should have this type of Gaiva, the Gaiva which was displayed by Yaakov Avinu in the Pasuk of Katainti.
Akaponam, these are two Mahalchim in the Indian of Shminis, Sheba Shminis, and there are many other Mahalchim as well. And even though this memra is often quoted, this concept of Tamachacham Turk Shehevay Echen Mishminis, Sheba Shminis, Lemaisa, it's not Pashas that we hold like this Halacha Lemaisa. The Ramam and Hilchas Deis, Perak Beis Halacha Gimel, seems to pass like Amnachman by Yitzchak, who says, Loi Minov, Loi and now like the other Shitas of the Amairoim. Lashon of the Ramam is like this, V'yesh deyos sh'osr lo'i lo'odam linag behen bebeininis. Even though the Ramam writes earlier that most midos a person should take the middle road, he says there are certain exceptions where one should not take the middle road, el yisrachik ad katseha acher, he should go to the extreme, v'hu goiva leiv. This is the Indian of gaiva, this is an example where a person should go all the way to the extreme. She'ein haderech ha'toiva, she'yeh ha'odam onov bilvad. It's not simply enough a person should be an onov, the Torah stresses by Moshe Rabbeinu that he was an of Ma'id. This midah of Anav is something which a person should go to the extreme. And then he continues and he says, A person who is a gas ruach deserves to be in Khirim, even if he only has a mixas of gases. And Nagoyis Maimris over there explains, the Ramah means to pass like the sheet of Rav Nachman by Yitzchok, Loi Minov, Loi Miktosa, not like the other sheets of the Amairoim. One can take a look as well on the Ramah in Pirish Mishnais and Ovois in Perak Dawid, Mishnah Dalid, on that which the Mishnah calls B'Shem Rav Levitas, Ish Yavne, Oimer, Ma'oid, Ma'oid, Hevi Shvaruach, Rabbeinu Yoyna and the Ramah are both Maimrich about the Indian of Anov over there. Rabbeinu Yoyna over there says from the Loshon of Rav Levitas, Ma'oid, ma'oid, ruach, it comes to exclude the Shminis, Sheva Shminis. And Rabbeinu Yoni says, this is how the Halacha Lamaisa is, not like the Shittas of Shminis, Sheva Shminis, rather Ma'oid, ma'oid, ruach, which is like Ramnachim Bar Yitzchak, Loi Minov, Loi Miktasa. Kepshut Edram and Pirish Mishnais means to pass like this as well. However, one could take a look in the Prima Godim in Arachayim, in the Eishel Avram, Simen Kufnan Vav, Sifkotan Aleph, he understands the Ramam differently, and he argues on Nagoyis Maimonis. He understands the Ram does actually pass like this Shita, Tamachacham Torah Shehevo Yechur Mishminis Shabishminis. Now move on to Amid Beis. The Gemara quotes the Seif of the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, Ketan Mekanelo, Eimelo Bifnei Shnaim Al Tedabri Yamishplaini. And the Gemara is Medayik from this Alma Dibur Stirahi. And then the Mishnah continues and says, Dibur Imoy, Adani Muteres Lebeisom, Muteres Lecho Bechuma. And we'll ask, this is a stira, is Dibur considered a stira or not? Now we'll see, there's a machoikis, Rashi and Toysus how to understand this Gemara. Rashi understands what the Gemara says, Alma Dibur Stirahi, Gemara means to say that Dibur itself, if he gives her a kinoy not to speak with plainly, even if it's in mokim of a shuk, where it's not a mokim seser, the Gemara understood the Mishnah is trying to tell us that that is also considered a kinoy. If it's a kinoy, then obviously Dibur is considered like a stira. The whole point of Kinu is he's telling her to do something which would be considered a stira. However, then the Mishnah says, This is Mashmur that Dibur is not considered a stira. This was the Gemara's Kasha according to Rashi. Toysus, however, has a different Mahalach in the Gemara's Kasha. He starts out by asking, Why does the Gemara over here not ask with the same Lushan that the Gemara asks in the beginning of Makis? The first Mishnah of Makis says, And then the Mishnah goes on and tells us the case, where the Edom do not get kasha zomam, the exception to the rule. And therefore the Gemara asked on the Mishnah, Ketzad ha'edom nasim zemimim, Ketzad ain't ha'edom nasim zemimim The Mishnah should have said, this is the case where they do not get kasha zomam. So too, Taisus asks, here also the Gemara should have used such a lotion, Ketzad ain't mekainalom iboyilei. The Mishnah is giving an example which is not a good kinoy. The Gemara should have asked on the Mishnah, how could you use a lotion of Ketzad mekainalom? We should have used a lotion of Ketzad ain't mekainalom. This is Toysus Kasha and Rashi. And therefore, Toysus learns the Gemara differently, a different understanding in the Gemara's Kasha. And that is, the Gemara understood that when the Mishnah says a lotion of Ketzin Mekanalo, Imlob if Neshleim al Tidabri Mishplaini, we can understand that the word Dabri in this Mishnah is actually referring to Stira. We use the lotion Naki, a euphemism, as we find other places, the Gemara in Ksubis also uses the lotion of Midaberes when it actually means Nistira. And therefore, the Gemara didn't simply ask, the Gemara wasn't asking that this is an example which is not a good kinoy, because we can understand that this actually is a good kinoy. He really said a lotion of altistry, just the Mishnah uses a lotion lucky. However, the Gemara does ask that obviously this is not the Pshat in the Mishnah, 
Because if our Mishnah is calling Stira Dibur, then how could the Mishnah say Dibur ima yadaini muteris lebeisa? If Dibur means Stira, then after Kinya and Stira, she definitely is Asr to her husband. Obviously, Dibur in this Mishnah means literal. If so, then how can we say Ketan Mekanala Aimla Bifneshnaim Altidabri? If Dibur here means literal, actually speaking, obviously that's not a good Kinoy. Kinoy is Dafka if he tells her not to be Nistra. So this is the Shaka Vatai of the Gemara going to Taisvis. We never had a Havmina that a man telling his wife not to speak with Pliny, that that's considered a Stira. The Havmina just was that the word Dibur in the Mishnah actually means Stira. That was the Gemara's Kasha going to Taisvis. Is Dibur in this Mishnah literal or not? As Mashov here explains, that according to Taisus, after the Gemara answers the Pshat in the Mishnah, that the Mishnah actually is coming to talk about a few different cases over here. If he tells her Al-Tadabri V'Dibra, or he tells her Al-Tadabri V'Nistra, or even if he tells her Al-Tistri, but it was Dibra, in all three of these cases, she's not Shaisa, she's still Mutter. That's not a Kini and a Stira. Only if he tells her Al-Tistri and she was Nichnas Al-Beisa Seser, that's where there's a Din of Shtiyas Saita. And the Mashal explains, according to Taisvis, even though the Mishnah is listing a number of cases which are not a good kinoy, if he says out to Dabri, that's not a kinoy. So if so, why don't we ask once again, the Mishnah should have used the Lashon of Ketad Ein Mekanala. So the Mashal explains, since Lemaise, the Mishnah spoke about a number of cases, and some of the cases, the cases of Altistri, there was a good kinoy, therefore the Mishnah just used the Lashon of Ketad Mekanala, because eventually we do bring cases which are a good kinoy. So this is Taisa's chat. And as we said, Taisus didn't like Rashi. He held according to Rashi, we should have used the Lashon of Ketan Ein Mekanala, because according to Rashi, that Al-Tadari means literal, Taisus said there's definitely no tzad to say that that's a good kinoi. However, Bukvega over here on this Taisus, he says he doesn't understand what is Taisus, his kasha on Rashi. Rashi learned very simply, that when the Gemara asks, the kasha over here, the Gemara didn't have a problem with that which what the Mishnah says, Ketan Mekanala, and then the Mishnah says Al-Tadari Mishplaini, According to the Rashi, the Gemara understood that Al-Tadabri could be considered a Kinoy. And that the Mishnah goes on and says that if afterwards Dibra Imoy, then she's still Muteris Lebeisa. If however it was Nistra, she did have a steer afterwards, then she will be Osir. The Gemara's Kasha just was Mimunashach. If Al-Tadabri warning her not to speak with Pliny is considered a Kinoy, then if afterwards she did speak to him, then she should be Osir. If Lamaisa Dibra is not considered a Stira, then how can we say that it is considered a Kinoy? That was the Gemara's Kasha. But we didn't Be'etzim have a problem saying that Al-Tadabri Mishplaini is considered a Kinoy, the Kasha just was Mimonavshach, then it should also be considered something which answers her later on if she actually did speak to Plaini. This is the Gemara's Kasha, and therefore the Gemara cannot possibly ask Ketan Ein Mekanel Miboilei, the way Taisus suggests, because we could actually fathom such a Havamina that warning her about Dibor is considered a Kinoy, that the Gemara didn't have a problem with. This is the Machaikis between Rashi and Taisvis, According to Taisus, the Gemara never had such a Havamina that warning about Dibur could be considered a Kinoy. Now we should point out that it would seem the Lashon of the Gemara fits better with the Shita of Rashi than it does with the Shita of Taisvis. The Gemara uses the Lashon of Alma Dibur Stirahu or Alma Dibur Loiklomhu. According to Rashi, this means Dibur Stirahu, a Dibur actually speaking, is like a Stira, or Dibur Lav Klomhu, Dibur is nothing, it's insignificant, it's not like a Stira. As opposed to according to Taisvis, the first side, Alma Dibur Stirahu, means Dibur, the word Dibur, is another way of saying Stira. In other words, it's not literal. And the other side of the Gemara should have been that Dibur is literal. But the Gemara uses the Lashon, Alma Dibur Loi Klumhu. According to Taisis, we know that speaking with this man is insignificant. The question just is whether the word Dibur in the Mishnah is to be taken literally or not. So when the Gemara says, Alma Dibur Loi Klumhu, According to Taisus, the Gemara seems to be putting the stress on the wrong point. This would be matched more like the Shita of Rashi. Now, there's another significant point over here to understand the Shita of Rashi, and that is the Sasemis points out, according to Rashi, the Gemara did not have a problem understanding that Kini in the Mishnah could also include a case where he says, Al-Tadabri, literally speaking with Pliny, that also could be a Kinoi. However, on that, the Gemara asks, if that's a Kinoi, then if Lamaisa, she goes and speaks to him, then she should become also to her husband. And Sasemis asks Akasha, Maybe Al-Tadabri and Mishplaini is a good Kinoy, because when he tells his wife not to even speak to Plaini, then surely included in this is that she should not go into a Mokram Seser with him. Obviously that's something even worse, and the Baal's Makbin on that as well. And if so, what's the Gemara's Kasha? That if Lemaisa, she went and she spoke to Plaini, she should become usher to her husband. Maybe just speaking alone is not considered a stira. That which is considered a Kinoy 
is because included in his words also are that he's makbid not to be nichnas ha'ima l'beis ha'seser. So if they went afterwards into a makam seser, there was a kini anestira. If, if all it did was speak, that's not a kini anestira. And if the kini is a good kinoy, included in his warning was that she should not be nichnas l'beis ha'seser. But only l'maisa, if they were nichnas l'beis ha'seser, does she become oser to her husband. This is the cash of the Sfas Emes. Now in the Sefer Avodas David, from David Goldberg Shlita, he says, Lachar, we have to say, to answer this cash of the Sfas Emes, that would depend on the context. If the way the Baal gave the warning to his wife was, and we understand he means to say, that he suspects her for being nisyachid with him, and he's trying to tell her to stay far away from him, to the point that she doesn't even talk to him, there Enechanami would be a good kinoy, and if afterwards she's nisteram plainly, then she would become Aser. However, the Pashas of the Mishnah was, even in the case where he just says simply and we understand from his words that there's nothing deeper over here, it's just that he's warning her simply from speaking to him, and there's no indication over here that he means to say, Koshkein, I don't want you to be Mnesiachid with him. This is what the Gemara was bothered by, that in this case, if Atadabri is considered a Kinoi, then if the Maisa, she was Dibra Imoi, she should become Aser. This is what the Gemara's Kasha is, the Gemara understood the Mishnah when we say al Davri Mishplani is considered a kinui, it's regardless of the context, regardless of exactly how it was said, and that the Gemara is bothered by, if al Davri is always considered a kinui, then Dibra Imai should be considered a stira and she should become usher to her husband. Now at the bottom of Mabez, the Gemara discusses the issue of Yibam and Chalitza by Yisaita. The Mishnah says that once there's kinui and stira, Asur Lebeisa, Asur Lechel Bechuma, Vimeis Chaletzes Veloi Misyabemes. Before she drank from the Meisaita, once there was Kini and Stira, if the husband then dies and he didn't have any children, so the brother cannot do Yibam, but she does require Chalitza. On this, the Gemara here asks, Why should the brother not be able to do Yibam? The Gemara brings a few Mahalchim, at first Rebbeisiv says, As Rashi explains, even though the Pashta Dikra is talking about a woman who had a get, after it was Motzah Ba'ervas Dover, but from the extra word La'achar we learn that even if the husband died, since there was Motzah Ba'ervas Dover, she has a din of a seita, so she's only Motzah La'achar V'loy Li'yavam. The Gemara then brings two other L'shaynis in your basif, and then Behemshech on Davavam Ba'alf, the Gemara brings Rava, he says a Kavachoymer, Im Nesra Be'muter La, Ba'asr La Lo'y Kol If to her husband, who she had been mutter to all along, she now becomes Asr when she becomes a seita, so Koshkin to the brother of her husband, who she was always usher to, for sure she should be usher now that she becomes a Saita, meaning even in a situation where there was Yibum, she'll have this Isser just like she was usher to her husband. Now in order to understand our Sugya properly, we have to see the Sugya in Yevom as Dafir Aleph. The Taisa Russian our Sugya quotes that Gemara, and he discusses how the Sugya over there fits with our Sugya, and Taisa as well in Yevom as Dafir Aleph, he compares the Sugyas. The Gemara of the from says a member from Mevuda Amarav, Tsaras Saito Asuro Tumok Sivbokarais. And not only is a Saito potter from Yibam and from Chalitza, the Tsara of the Saito as well is also potter from Yibam and from Chalitza. In other words, if a man died without children and he had two wives, one of them was a Saito, then both of the wives are potter from Yibam and from Chalitza, as the Gemara explains, Tumok Sivbokarais. The Torah uses the word Tumok by a Saito. And we know the din is, as the Gemara in the beginning of Yavamis discusses at length, that if a woman falls to Yibam and she's an erva to the Yavam, not only is she herself potter from Yibam and from Chalitza, the Tzara, the co-wife, is also potter from Yibam and from Chalitza. The Gemara then goes on and asks Akasha from Amishnah. Gemara says, Masiv Ravashi, he quotes Amishnah that after Kini and Stiro, in Meis Chaletes, Veloy Misyabemis. How does that fit with the member of Rav, that both the Saita and the Tzara are potter, from Yibam and from Chalitza. On this, the Gemara answers that Amish was talking about a Saita Sophic, a woman who had Kino and Stira, but we don't have Adis on the Znus. On that, the Mishnah says she's Oster to the Baal, she's Oster Betruma, Chalitza's Veloy Misyabemes, she cannot have Yibam, but she does need Chalitza. Rav was talking about a Saita Vadai, where we have Adim on the Znus, over there the din is that she does not need Yibam or Chalitza, as the Gemara explains. Because the Torah uses the lotion of Tumor, Ka'arayis, she has the same din as an erva, which is part of from Yibam and from Chalitza. So B'Kitzer comes out that the Sugyo in Yivamis is talking about a woman that we have Adim on the Znus, over there the din is that she's like an erva, 
both Torah and the Torah are potter from Yibam and from Chalitza, because the Torah used the lotion of Tumba. Ersiga, which is looking for a Makar, why she cannot have Yibam, is talking about a Saita Sophic. The Torah does not refer to her as an Erva, and therefore the Gemara wants to know that she should even be able to do Yibam. And that Gemara brings a different Makar, Leish Achar Yavam, or the Kavachimur of Rava later on. This is the Makar that she cannot have Yibam, however, she still does need Chalitza. The second one, he asks Akasha. This passage, is talking about a Saita Vadai, not a Saita Sophic. He quotes the Gemara in Gitin Daftadik. The Gemara over there says, This is the Makar that you need to aid him in case there's no Kinyan Stira. If one aid comes and says, I saw your wife being Mizana, she does not become Osir to her husband, you learn Dover Dover Mimamun that you need to aid him just like by Mimamun. So the passage is talking about a case where there's Aidus on this Nus. And in that pasuk, the cost of the sefer krisus kimotza ba'ervas davar, where he's megarish his wife after there was edus on the znos, the pasuk then says v'yotzmi beisay v'hocha v'hoisalish acher. So Taisus is asking, how could the gemara use that drasha for a case of a seita sofik if the pasuk is talking about a seita vaday? And Taisus goes further and he says, by seita vaday, the din is not only is she potter from yibum, she's also potter from chalitza. Obviously, we're not talking about an ersugio, a case of a seita vaday, rather a seita sofik. And that Taisus answers, ain't chanami. The Pasha the Kroh is talking about a Saita Vadai, but since the Saita Vadai we already know that Tomok Sivbokarais, she's part of from Yibam and from Chalitza, so we could use this Pasuk for a Saita Sophic to tell us, that even though she's not part of from Chalitza, but still she cannot have Yibam. Now the Kasha that a number of Rishonim ask, this is the Kasha of the Taisis of Russian Aristogio, Taisis in Yivamas Dafir Aleph, Dibram Raskal Tzara Saita, he asks this Kasha. And that is, we do find the Lashon of Tumor by a Sophic Saita. The Gemara Saita later on, brings a Braisa that says that the Torah uses the Lashon of Tumor three times in the parish of Saita to tell us that she's also Echad the Baal, Echad the Baal, Echad the Chuma. The Makar, that is Sophic Saita, a woman who had Kinyan and Stira, is also to the Baal and to the Baal and Chuma, is from that that the Torah used the Lashon of Tumor by her. So once we see the Torah does call her a Lashon of Tumor, we should say the same cloud, Tumo Ksivbakarais, just like in the parish of the Rais, the Torah uses the Lushan of Tumo. Anywhere else where we find the Lushan of Tumo, she has a din of an erva, and therefore she should also be parted from Yibam and from Chalitza, just like a Saita Vadai. On this Kasha, the Taisis Arash and Taisis in Yivomis, as well as the Rosh in Yivomis, they all give two Terutzim to this Kasha, and as we'll see from the Achreinim, they build from these two Terutzim, two Tzadim in a fundamental Chakira, which is Negea a number of times in the Mesechta. The first test that the Rishenim give is that really the Torah only uses the Lashon of Tumor on a woman that was Mizane. In other words, it's not the Pshat that the actual Matziv of having a Kinei and a Stira creates a situation which is referred to as Tumor. Rather, only a woman who is Mizane, to her the Torah calls a Lashon of Tumor. However, that which a Saita is also to the Baal, to the Baal and Tumor, is because we're Cheshesh that she was Mizane, we're that she had a Tumor, and as the Lashon of the Gemara says, and later on, The Torah told us that a situation of Sophic, once there's a Kinnik and a Stira, that's a situation of a Sophic, we're not sure if she was Mizana or not. The Torah says we should treat it as a Vadai, we should give her the same dinim as a woman that we know that she was Mizana, that's the reason why she's also to the Baal, to the Boyal, and to Chuma. In other words, the Torah is telling us to assume like that said, that she was actually Mizana. Now if we're treating her like a Vadai, so why is it that a Sophic Saita still needs Chalitza? So the Rishayim Taisis and the Taisis Rush, they explain, The Torah was only coming to give a Chumrah. The Torah said, in this massive of a Sophic, we have to be Machmer, as if we know that she was Mizane, but to give a Kula, that we won't say. So to say that she's Potter from Chalitza, that would create a Kula, that much we don't consider her like a Vadai Zinsa, and therefore she'll still need Chalitza. The Taisa Rosh then goes on and he asks Akasha from Ersugya. Now Taisa and Yavamas is a question about the proper girsa. According to the girsa of the Bach and the Marshal, they move Akasha that Taisa asked in the end of the Dibra Maschal to earlier on. And the way they learn Taisa, it comes out the same as the Taisa of Rosh and Ersugya. And that is, after he brings this first tarot, he asks Akasha from Ersugya. And that is, how could the Gemara over here ask, How could the Gemara suggest that a Saita Sophic should be able to do Yibum? We just explained that, that as far as any din which is a chumrah, we say a saw cost of sophic kivadai. The Torah says that a sophic saita should be treated as a vadai saita. That's the reason why she's also to the baal, to the baal and chumrah. 
For the same reason, she should not be able to do Yibam. Since by a site of Vadi, the Torah says a lotion of Tumor, Tumoxiv Bakarais, a site of Safik, we should also be Chaysha that she was Mezane, and she's also referred to as a Tumor, as an Ervo, and therefore she should not be able to do Yibam. So, Enechanami, as far as Chalitza, that's a Kulo, we're not going to say that she's part of from Chalitza. How could the Gemara ask, Fitis Yabunami Yivumi, and the Gemara brings a Joshua, Lishachar, Valeliovum, or Ravaz Kavachim, later on a Davov, why doesn't the Gemara say, I saw a cost of Safik Vadi? We have to be chayshu that she was insa, and therefore she would have a din of an erva, which cannot have yibum. So the Taisas Rashir and Taisas and Yivamis, they go on to bring a second teretz to the original kasha. And that is, that even though the Torah does use the Lashon of Tumah by a Suffolk Saito, but that Tumah we don't say it's Karais. Only by a Vadai Saito, where the Torah uses the Lashon of Tumah together with the Lashon of a Lav, the Pasuk says, which the Gmar Yivamah says, this is also referring to a Saito, a Saito Vadai. After there's Edom on the Znus, the Baal is not allowed to take her back. It's a Lav Dei Reiso, and he'll get Malchus if he does. That's the Lashon of Tumah, which the Torah uses in conjunction with the Lav. There, that's Karais, and therefore a Saito Vadai is part of from Yibam and from Chalitza. However, a Suffolk Saito, even though there also the Torah uses Lashon of Tumah, three times it says Lashon of Tumah in the Parsha of Saito, but there it's not a Lashon of a Lav. The Torah says a Lashon of Nistra of if it just uses the Lashon of Tumah, but not the Lashon Lav, that's not like an Ervo, and therefore a Suffolk Saito will not be potter both from Yibam and from Chalitza, the only potter from Yibam, that's from a different Joshua, the Joshua's that are brought in Ersugyo. So these are the two Mahalchim of the Taisas Russian Ersugyo, and the Taisas in Yivamis, the Afiralif, as well as the Russian Psakim in the first parak of Yivamis. Now as we said, the Achreinim understand from these two Terutzim of Taisvis, that it's totally in a fundamental Chakira. Rabbachan in the Kaibut Aris, Simon Tezvov, Oistes, and onward, and other Achreinim as well, they say that the Rishayla really is how to understand that which the Gemara tells us on the Avchav that by Saita the Torah made a Safik Kivadai. What exactly does it mean? The first thought is that the actual situation of Kini and Stira, that Matziv, the Torah says to put on her Dinim as if she was Vadai Mizane. It's not the Pshat that the Torah told us that we have to be Chayshish for that Tzad that maybe she was Mezane. Rather, if, even if Klape Shmaya Galya, even if the truth really was that she never was Mezane, just the fact that she had a Kine and a Stira, and now she's in a situation where we have a Suffolk, maybe she was Mezane, just by bringing herself into that Suffolk, the Torah says that's enough for us to give her Dinim, as if she was definitely Mezane, and therefore she's also to the Baal, to the Boyal and Chuma. And once she drinks from the Meisaita, now already we know for sure that she was not Mezane, so she's not in that matzav of a suffolk anymore. Now the Torah says she no longer has those yisurim. The second thought is that only a woman who actually had a bias znos becomes usher to the baal, to the boil and chuma. However, the Torah was mechadosh to us that if there was a kinni and a stira, and now it's a suffolk if she was mezane. So in this situation of a suffolk, the Torah says we have to be chayshish that maybe really she was mezane. Without this gzeres akasev, we would have said maybe she still goes bust to her chazaka. Until now she was mutter to her husband, so she'll remain mutter to her husband. Here the Torah was mechadosh to us, that in this suffix we have to go l'chumro, we have to be chayshish that she was mezane, and therefore she's also to the Baal, to the boil and to Chuma. According to this Tzad, if klape shmaya galya, the truth really is that she was never mezane, l'maysa she was not really usher. We have to act as if she was usher. The Torah told us to be noig l'chumro, but it's not b'teres vadi, it's only because we're chayshish for that Tzad. These are the Tutstadim, and Rabbi Chanan in the Kaibut Aris, he explains that this is the Shaklavataria of Taisvis and the Taisvis Arash. In the Kasha, they held that that which the Torah says a Lashon of Tumor by a Suffolk Saita, the Torah means to say that this situation, this matzav of being in a Suffolk after Kini Ustira, that matzav itself is referred to as Tumor, and therefore Taisvis asked, you should be potter both from Yibam and from Chalitza, because she has a din of an erva, just like a Saita Vadai. On that, Rishenim answered no. And when the Torah says the Lashon of Tumor, and that's the Makar that she's also to the Baal, to the Baal and Tumor, the Torah is not calling this woman who had Kinyan and Stira a Lashon of Tumor. Rather, the Torah only calls the Lashon of Tumor to a woman who actually had a Bias Znus. Over here, by the parish of Suffolk Saita, the Torah says that she's also because we have to be Chayshish for that side. And therefore, Torah is answered, and the Rosh as well, that that's only Lachomra, but not Lakula. The Torah said you have to be Machmer as far as, far as all Dine Iser, like the Tzad that she was Mizaneh, but to be Mekel and say that she's part of from Chalitza, that we don't say. The second Tzad, Rebbe says, goes back to the original Havamina, 
that really the Torah does refer to a lotion of Tumah, even to the Matziv of Sophic. If so, the Kashi comes back, we should say Tumah Ksiv Bakarais, she should be potted from Yibam and from Chalitza. And that we should answer that only if he uses the lotion of Tumah together with the lotion of Alav, that Tumah we say is Karais. Here by Saita Sophic, the Torah didn't use the lotion of Tumah with the lotion of Alav, therefore it does not have a din of Karais. And the Maestas, she does need Chalitza, that which she cannot have Yibam, that's like the Gemara says in Ersigo, we have a different Makar why she cannot do Yibam. Now, Rabchaim in the Chedusha Grach Alashas, he had these same two Tzadim. In Simon Shun Yadalad and Simon Ayin Hey, he begins there, he's really talking about a different question, about the Din Safik Tomah Bershusa Yochid Sveikai Tomei. The Gemara Davchavches Omedalf says that this Din, that whenever there's a Safik Tomah and it's in Bershusa Yochid, the Din is Sveikai Tomei. As opposed to a Safik Tomah Bershusa Rabbim, over there the Din is Sveikai Tar. And the Gemara over there says, this din, the Safik Toma B'Shusa Yochid Sveikai Tomei, is learned out from the parasha of Saita. A Saita, the B'derech Klaal, the steer happened in the Mokam of B'Shusa Yochid, and over there the Torah says that we have to be Machmer, we have to assume that she was Nitma, so to any Safik Toma B'Shusa Yochid, we have to say Sveikai Tomei, but a Safik Toma B'Shusa Ram, there is Sveikai Tar. This is a major sugya which we'll see later on, but I'll both by the din Safik Toma B'Shusa Yochid, where the din is Sveikai Tomei, and by the din of Safik Saita, where the Torah says, I saw Safik Kivadeh, and she's also to the Baal, Baal, and Chuma. In both of these cases, Rechaim has two stodim, what is the Pshat? Is the Pshat that the Torah said, that the actual Matzav of Safik creates a din of Vadai? By Safik Tumah B'Shosh this means that regardless of whether the truth is, there was a Maga Tumah, or there was no Maga Tumah, either way, the Matzav of the Safik gives a din of Tumah. And by Safik Saita, there also... Regardless of whether the truth is she was Mizana or she wasn't Mizana, either way the situation of having a Kinya and Stira, where she's a Suffolk Mizana, there the Torah says also we give her the same dinim as if she was Mizana, as far as for the Baal, for the Boil and the Chuma, for all the dinim that are said in the parasha, the Torah said give her these dinim because there was a situation of a Suffolk. The second side is that both by Suffolk Saita and by Suffolk Tumah B'Shosh the Torah was not mechadish a new concept that a situation of a Suffolk could create dinim. And the Torah was mechadish by a Suffolk Saita, even though he would have said that you don't have to be machmer and assume that she was mezane, here I saw a Suffolk the Torah told us to be choshish for that tzad. In other words, really only a maizah's nus, that's what could ask her a woman to her husband, that's what could ask her to the boil and to chuma. This is not a new concept that a situation of a Suffolk can also create isturim. Rather, the Torah said to be choshish for that side. Lemaisa, if klapay shmaya gaga, the truth was that she was not mezane, then Lemaisa, there is no iser to the Baal, to the Baal, and to Chuma. It's just that we have to be noig that way until we find out otherwise. And by Safik Tomah B'Shosh Yochin as well, the Prime says, the second side is to say, the only thing that can make something Tomei is if there's a Maga Tumah. A Sheretz touching something makes it Tomei. There's no such a Musig that being in a Safik Tumah, that also can create Tumah. This is the second tzad to understand what does it mean, Asa Torah Sofik Kivadai. Reb Chaim wants to bring a right to the first tzad. He says, we see later on that there are three psukim, three times it says, Lashon of Tumor, to Asa her to the Baal, to the Boil, and to Chumor. He says, if the pshat in Asa Torah Sofik Kivadai means, the Torah is telling us to assume one tzad, the tzad that she was Mizane, why do we have to have three different psukim to tell us all of these dinim? One psukim would be enough, the psukim would tell us, that we have to take on that side and be choshish that she was mezana, and Mimela will know all of the dinim, just like a vade zayna becomes also to the Baal, to the Baal and Chuma. Here also, if we're assuming that side, she'll be also in all of these things. This would be much like the other side. It's not that the Torah is telling us to be choshish that she was mezana, and the Torah was mechadish to us a new concept, that a woman who has kini and stira also gets certain dinim. The Torah has to be mechadish each and every one of these dinim, that after Kenyan steel, she's also to the Baal, she's also to the Boil, she's also to Chuma. Since it's a new concept, it's a new Isser that's created by this Mativ, it's only for the Dinim that the Torah spells out clearly, we wouldn't be able to learn one Din from another Din. Reb Chaim goes on and says, and this Reb Chaim also writes in the Kaibis Aris that we mentioned before in Simon Tezvav, that these two Tzadim are totally in a Machlikis between two Taisvasim. This is another important Machlikis for Yishenim, and that is, what is the Din... If the Baal is Baal Ishtoy, after she had Kini and Sira, before she drank from the Mesaita, she has all the dinim of a Saita Sophic, she's also to the Baal. What happens if the Baal is Baal Ishtoy? Does he get Malchus? The Shita of Taisis and Yuvamis Dafiral from Midbez is that the Baal will get Malchus. For which lav? The same lav as a Saita Vadai. 
Like we mentioned before, the Gemara Yivamis Yiral from the Bay says, the pasuk like Yuchol Bayin Harisha and Loshav Lekachda Achar Yashahutamo. Even though the Pashtun the is talking about Machsi Grushasai, however, the Gemara says this love also includes if a man lives with his wife after she was Mizaneh, he's over this love as well and he gets Malkus. Tosis says this will also apply to a Saita Sophic. And Tosis explains because the Chumra, as far as any Dine Chumra, we say, Asa of Sophic Kivade. The Torah considers this Sophic Saita as if she was Vade Mizaneh, but Torah is Vade to the point that we could even give him Malkus. Just as we give Malchus in a case where she was a Vada Saita. Taisa of the quotes of Gemara and Saita, in Ba'ala if on the way to Bezdin the husband lives with his wife, and then as he gets Malchus, the Khan point out we don't have such a Gemara, but I'll upon him, this is the sheet of Taisis that he does get Malchus Midaraisa. However, Taisis and Saita Dav if he argues on this. Taisis and Dibar Maschal Matam Walaymer, he says the Gemara Yevamis, which he mentioned, is Mavur, that there's no Malkus by Safik Saita, only by Saita Vadai there's Malkus. And Taisus explains that a Saita Safik is a Lav Habo Mechlal Essay. It's learned out from the Pasuk Venistra of the Torah used the Lashon of Tumah, but it's not a Lashon of a Lav. From that Lashon we learned that she's also to the Baal, and therefore Taisus says there'll be no Malkus. And then he continues and he says that he'll be Nenash Bebezdin Shalmailo, just like anyone else who's over an Isser Essay. And he says, it's not misophic. In other words, even if Klape Shmaya, the truth was that she never was Mizaneh, still the husband will be Nenesh and Bez and Shomayla if he lives with her, because he's also to her, but Teres Vadai. goes on and he says, it's not like Shar Sveikos, for example, if a person eats something which is Sofik Chalev and Sofik Shuman, even in the case where we say that it's also for him to eat Mitara Sofik, still if Lemaisi takes the chance and it turns out that it's Shuman, he's not over the Isra Deiraisa, he wasn't over the love of eating Chalev. He may need a kapara, he wasn't allowed to eat it at Bimokim Safik, but it's not that Lamaisi he ate chaylev. Here it's different, Taisa says. Here, Bataras Vada, even if it turned out that she wasn't Mizane, he was over this essay, the Torah says, Vinitma, that she's also to the husband in a situation where there was Kinu and Stira. Taisa and Yavamas, Dafsamach as well, and Dibimaschal Kisia, he says that there's only an Isser essay, like the Taisa in Saito Chavches. As Rikvegar in Yavamus Yiralaf on the Taisis we mentioned before, who says that it's a lav and there will be Malkus, Rikvegar over there in the Gilgian Ashah says that the Taisis in Yavamus Yiralaf is not like the Taisis in Yavamus Samachtesom and Aleph. Hagopan Reb Chaim and Reb Ochanan, they both explain that the Machaikis between the Taisis in is Tolui in the Tut Stodim in the Shiloh we mentioned above. Taisis in Saito Yiralaf, who says that the Baal's over a lav and there'll be a chi of Malkus, because for all Dine Chumro, the Torah made a Safi Kivadai. He's assuming that the Torah is telling us we have to be chayshish b'teres vaday like the tzad that she was mizane. In other words, not that the Torah is mechadish a new concept that the situation of a sofik gives certain dinim, because according to that tzad, it would only be the dinim that the Torah says explicitly in the parsha of sofik seita. You wouldn't know as far as other dinim as well, and therefore you wouldn't know as far as this love of the yuchol bayla rishin loshuv lekachta achri ashahutamo that here also sofik seita is included. This is not part of the parish of Saita. Here we never saw that the Torah said also we should consider it as if she was Mizane. However, according to the Tzad, that the Torah told us to assume that she was Mizane, to assume like that Tzad, it's not a new parish, then it would be as far as old dinim, old dinim which are Chumrah, including Lagabi this Lav to get Malkus. However, Torah is in Saita Chavches, who says that it's only an Isser essay, he's learning like the Tzad, the Torah was Machadish, a new concept, that we're giving dinim to this Suffolk Saita. And if it would only be these dinim that she's also to the Baal, to the Baal and Shuma, we wouldn't know that the Baal would get Malkus if he's Baalea. And that's why Tosis over there says that this Isser essay that he's over if he's Baalea, that would be true even if Klapa Ishmael Galyo, she was not Mizane, since this is a new concept, the Torah was Mechadish, that the Matzav of a Sophic gives her these dinim, gives her an Isser essay to the husband. If the Baal is Baalea, he's over that Isser essay, regardless of whether Lameisa she was Mizane or not. HaKopam, to get back to our sugyo, the Gemara over here is looking for a Makar, why by Yisafik Saito, he cannot do Yibum, why don't we say Tumak Sivba Ka'arayis, the Torah uses the Lashon of Tumak by Yisafik Saito, so just like the Gemara Nivamis says, by Avadai Saito, Tumak Sivba Ka'arayis, by Yisafik Saito, we should say the same thing, there are two Mahalchim, the first Mahalch is to say, that the Tumak which is used in the parish of Yisafik Saito, is not telling us, that the Matzav of Yisafik Saito also is called Tumak, Rather, only an issue that was Mizane is called Tumah. And the Torah says, Asa, cause of Safi Kivadai, we have to be Machmer, 
like the time that she was mezane, but now that would not include a kula to pater her from Yibam and from Chalitza. The second side was that really the Lashon of Tumah, which is said by a Suffolk Saita, is talking about the actual matzav of a Suffolk, that also the Torah refers to as Tumah, but to pater from Yibam and from Chalitza as an erva, for that the Torah has to use the Lashon of Tumah together with the Lav. Now in the first terrace of Taisvis, Taisvis left off with a kasha, Enechanami, we understand why Saita Sofik cannot be patter from Chalitza, that's a kula, but how can the Gemara ask it nami yivumi? That's already a chumra, we should not allow them to do yibum. Now, as far as this kasha, we'll get back to this soon, there is a terrace that the Achrayim give to answer this kasha. Before that, we'll just mention that there is another mahalach, another sheet of the Rishonim, and that is the sheet of the Ravid, which is brought down in the Rosh over there in Yivambas Dafir Aleph. The Ravid understands that there's a machlikis asugas, even though the Sugya Yevomis is Mavur, that a Saita is potter from Yibam and from Chalitza, he says, but that does not fill with Er Sugya. Er Sugya is Mavur. Even though a Saita cannot have Yibam, she still does need Chalitza. And the Rosh over there explains that the Ravid held there's no Chalik between a Saita Vada and a Saita Sophic. If we find the Lushan of Tumah by a Vada, and over there it's Karayis, and according to the Sugya Yevomis, that patterns from Yibam and from Chalitza, so by Saita Sophic as well, which we find the Lushan of Tumah there also, it should pattern from Yibam and from Chalitza. And since Erzug is Mavur, that you still are Mechoyiv in Chalitza, obviously Erzug holds, we don't make this drasha of Tumok Sidba Karayis, therefore according to Erzug, even a site of Vadai would need Chalitza. And furthermore, the Ravid says, that the Gemara in Erzug says a Svara, Ilu Isay Labal Milay Boi Gita Hashtanami Boi Chalitza, the Gemara says it can't be that the Yavam is potter both from Yibam and from Chalitza if the Baal himself needed to give a get. And the Ravid is bothered, this Svara is Negea also by a site of Vadai. A Saita Vada, even if they're Edom on this nus, the husband, if he wants to get rid of her, he has to be Megarisha with the get. So the same Svar should apply. He should need at least Chalitza from the Yavam. From here again, we see that the Sugis argue, and according to Ersugid, the Ravid says, that there will be even by a Saita Vada, she will need Chalitza. Now, Toysis in Ersugid actually asks this Kasha. In Deber Maskal Ilu Isa the Baal, he says, Hikshurebi Besheber Benu Avram Mordechai. We have other examples where there's a woman who her, who her husband has to be Megarisha. Yet still the is that she's potter from Yibam and from Chalitza. One example is the Saita Vadai. Taisis holds that the Sugya Yivamis, which says she's potter from Yibam and from Chalitza, is not a stereotype Sugya. That's talking about a Saita Vadai, she's potter from both. And Taisis asks, how does that fit with our Sugya? Why don't we say the same Svarah, Ilu Isay Lebal, Milay Boy Get, so the Yavim also should have to give her Chalitza. Taisis also asks from two other cases, an islandess Heicha de Hikirba, a woman who can't have children, as long as he knew about it all along, so it wasn't a Mekach Tois when he married her, so the dinners, if he wants to get rid of her, he has to be Megarisher, or an Aishas Sris, if the husband is a Sris, there also, if he wants to be Megarisher, his wife, he has to give her a get. And by these cases as well, an Islandess or an Aishas Sris, the din is, if the husband dies without children, she does not need neither Yibam nor Chalitza. Why don't we say the same Svaro, Iluisi Labao, Milaibai get, you have also shouldn't have to give her Chalitza. And Tois' answers, that by Saita Vada, an Aishas Sris, an Islandess, the Torah told us a din specifically as far as Yibum that she's potter both from Yibum and from Chalitza. By Saita Vadi, the Torah called her Tumo, and Tumo is like Arayas, and Erva is potter from Yibum and from Chalitza. So the Torah told us also that a Saita Vadi is potter from both, and Aishas, Sris, and Lionless. There also there's a meat in the parish of Yibum to tell us that she's potter by both. Mashenkin by Saita Sophic, Taisa says, that which she's Nismayed from Yibum is rooted in that which she's usher to her husband. And the Torah tells us, and we learn the Isha Acher of Leila Yovam, Taisus understands the Drosh is telling us that since she was usher to her husband, Mikayach that also should be usher to the Yovam. Since the Yovam is coming, Mikayach the husband. The Yovam takes over the marriage of his brother, and since she was usher to the husband, the Yovam also cannot do Yibam. This is in the Svar of Rabbi Yosef, and surely later on in the Svar of Rava, he says, Therefore, sure, the Isra on the Yavim is coming Mikayach, the Isra of the husband. And therefore, Taisus explains, But here we say the Svara, Since the whole reason she cannot do Yibum is because the Isra to the Yavim is coming Mikayach, the Isra of the husband. So if the husband's Isra was not enough to pattern her without a get, so the Isra on the Yavim as well should not be enough to pattern her from Chalitza. So this is how Taisus answers this Kasha. Why by Saitavadi we don't say this Svara, Ilu Isra the Baal, However, as we mentioned before, the Ravid did not hold of this chilek, and therefore the Ravid proved from here that there's a machoikas asugas according to Ersugyo, even by Saita Vadesh, you will need chalitza because of this svara. 
Now, B'chanan in the Kaibut Aris, which we mentioned before in Simon Tezvav, so there in the beginning of the Simon, in Tzifkot and Aleph, he mentions an important Shailah, and he quotes Artaisis. And that is, when the Gemara there says, by Saita Vadai, that Tomok Sivba Kairayis, B'chanan and a number of other Achoinim as well, they're bothered, that the Torah uses the Lashon of Tomah on this woman who is Mizana, as far as her husband is concerned. She's considered Tomah to her husband, that's why she's also to him. However, that which we find all over, that by Arias, the Torah patterned from Yibam and from Chalitza, that's when this woman is an erva to the Yavam. For example, if there are two brothers, Reuven and Shimon, and Reuven is married to Shimon's daughter, if Reuven dies without children, and then Reuven's wife falls to Yibam by Shimon, so this is Shimon's own daughter, she's an erva to him, there the Torah says that an erva is patterned from Yibam and from Chalitza. However, here that the Torah uses the Lashon of Tumah, but that's to the husband, who said the Torah considers her an erva to the Yavam, how do we know that she's potter from Yibam and from Chalitza? So Rabbi Khan over there says there are two Mahalchim to answer this Kasha. He quotes the Tzvoy Shar who learns that the Sugin Yavamis, which says Tumuk Sid that's why she's potter from Yibam and from Chalitza by Yisrael Tavadai, that's also relying on the Kavachimer of Rava in Er Sugya. Because Enechanami Tumuk Sid is her din as far as her husband is concerned. How do we know that she's considered like an erva even to the Yavam? That's based on the Kavachimer of Rava. That tells us that even as far as the Yavim is concerned, also she has a din of an erva. In other words, Ersig is using this far of, of Rava, the Kavachimer, to tell us that since she was ushered to the husband, she's also ushered to the Yavim. But in Ersig, it's not an Isser like an erva, it's only an Isser to Patrick from Yibum, Nefer Shostonli Chalitza. That's again Yavimus, which quoted Tomok Kairais, it was also relying on the Kavachimer, but there you needed more than the Kavachimer. The Kavachimer just says that she would be ushered to the Yavim. Of the other Gemara wants to say that it's not Stam and Isser, it's an Isser of Erva, and therefore it's part of from Yibam and from Chalitza. We can apply this also to the Svar of Yosef, the Achorinim say, the Drosh of Lish Achar Vilele Yavam tells us that she's also to the Yavam, the Gemara and Yavamis relied on that Drosha, it wasn't Tomok Sidbakarais on its own, that would only tell you that she's also to the husband. Once there's also a Pasuk that says, Lish Achar Vilele Yavam, we know that she's also to the Yavam, then already we could say that Tumak Sidbakarais applies to the Yavim as well, and she has a din of an erva to the Yavim, therefore she's parted from Yibam and from Chalitza. This is the Mahalach of the Tvur and the Chandash Shleim as well in Yavamis. This is how they answer this Kasha, that Lachar Tumak Sidbakarais is referring to the husband, not to the Yavim. However, Bukhanan says that we've seen Er Taisvis not like this Svara. Taisvis, as we mentioned before, says that there's a difference between a Saita Safik and a Saita Vadai. A Saita Safik, the Isra on the Yavim, is coming because the Isra of the Baal. As opposed to a site of Vaday, by site of Vaday, Taisa says the Torah gave a, gave a din specifically on the Yavam of Tumuk Sivbakarais. And Rabbi explains that Taisa by us will answer this Kasha of the Chaynim differently. Daosh the Chaynim asked that Tumuk Sivbakarais is talking about the husband and not talking about the Yavam. Taisa understands that since the Torah used the lotion of Tumor by site of Vaday, it's a direct din of Xer Shava, the Tumor Tumor that we learn from Arais, that just like Arais, they're part of from Yibman from Chalitza. This Saita Vadi has a din of an erva to the Yavam. It's a drosha specifically to the Yavam. Like Taisa says, the Isra on the Yavam is not coming because the Isra on the husband. According to the Mahalach of the Achreinim, the Chemda Shleimah says, we can now answer the Kasha that Taisa asks, we saw before, Taisa and Yavamis and Taisa and Rosh Bayas, they brought two Mahalachim in understanding our Sugyo. The first Mahalach was to say that by Saita Safik, even though we find the Lashon of Tumah, but they explain Really, the Lashon of Tumor is only by an issue who actually was Mizana. By Saita Safik, the Torah says, we say Safik Kivadai, we have to assume the Tzad that she actually was Mizana, for that reason she's usher to her husband. And therefore, they say this din is only Lachumra, not Lakula. That's why by Saita Safik, we don't say that she's Potter from Chalitza. However, they left off with the Kasha, so what is the Gemara asking in our Sugya? It is Yavim Yivumi, the Chayr, as far as Yivim is concerned, that's definitely a Chumra. We should say that that's included in Saita Safik is Kivadai. We have to assume like the Tzad that she was Mazana, and then she cannot do Yibam. According to what we're explaining now, the Chem Deshleimah answers, we can now answer this Kasha. The Gemara in Ersikah, which asks, Vitis Yavim Yivumi, is going before we know the Joshua of Yosef, and before we know the Kavachimah of Rava, and as these Echonim explained, even by Yisrael Tevadai, where it says to Moksid Bakairayis, that's only as far as the husband is concerned, in order to ask her to the Yavim, to make her like an Erva on the Yavim, that you need Reb Yosef's Joshua, or Rava's Kavachimah, Agmar didn't know this yet, and therefore the Gemara could ask, even if we know that a Saita Safik, as far as Dine Chumrah, we say Safik Kivadai, we have to give her the Dinim as a Vadai Saita, 
But even if Adai Saito, we wouldn't know that she cannot be Miyabim unless we have the Drosha of Rabbi Yosef or the Kavachaymer of Rava. You have been listening to the Shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the Daf worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a Daf or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.